And joining me on the podcast today are Belinda Chapel and Katie Underwood, otherwise known as Cabell. Guys, welcome. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Belinda already knows how much I fangirl, Katie. Um, This is like, you guys were like my life. And I don't want to say when I was a child because I was not a child. (laughs) I was definitely a teenager. That's for sure. Right, good. (laughs) The most incredible career, the, the greatest fans around. And I think when you guys announced that you were teaming up again to drop a song, I took a big gasp of air. I was like, this is fantastic. And I just, it was exactly, you know, I think what the fans wanted. Has that been the reaction? Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, I think, um, you know, Belinda and I had been floating this idea for quite some time. um, And I think we're almost as excited as the fans are about having this music out now and it's yeah. you know coming out Friday so we're, we're very excited but it's it's really great how many of the old fans and new Bardo fans um, are getting on board with this project so we're just delighted. And do, do you think that like because when I first heard the song I was like what an amazing uh, I guess uh, next iteration of the band and it sounds so 2021 it's also that just delicious pop that you know we love but also strings and an amazing beat and I feel like Katie it draws back to like Disco Montego days like there's just so much of it it's just all beautifully put in a blender and your producer was just did an incredible job were you guys that happy with it when you heard it? Yeah, yeah, Dylan's done an amazing job. And you're right, for me musically and even for Belinda solo projects as well, which had that disco pop feel about it, mm. I think for both of us it's the obvious next step musically. So I like the fact that there's no surprises. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just making yeah. music that we love and that we know the fans are going to love. Um, and, yeah, Dylan Bowes, a.k.a. St Ends, did an incredible job pulling the production together and really has that Great combo of old disco but new beats. And, yeah, we're in love with it. So we can't wait for everyone else to fall in love with it too. Do you guys have, um, like, particular disco icons that you try and channel when you're you're laying down your vocals when doing a project like this? I've never thought about doing that. I might do that next time. Stop it. Are you joking no, Donna Summer moment. I'm so totally. going to channel Donna. Linda, I feel like when yeah. you get into the studio with that hair, you just almost could like come in in roller skates and be like straight out of 70s disco. Totally. Yes. <laughs> it's my alter ego. Absolutely. But no, I mean, for me, I hadn't recorded for ages. So uh, it was really amazing. Like I, yeah. yeah, it was, I walked out of there with the biggest smile on my face and I, you know, I was a little bit tentative going in just because I hadn't recorded for so many years, so many. Um, but this track, as I said, it just felt so natural. I didn't try. I was in and out really quick. And he was like, wow, you did such a good job. He's like, are you sure you're not singing anymore? And I'm like, I promise. <laughs> so, you know, it was just but a really cathartic experience. And then I just loved what I heard Katie. Obviously, we couldn't do it together. But yeah. 
And when I heard us together, yes, I was having the full Bardo moment and just, the, you know, going back 20 years and hearing our sound together and it's just ultra cool, yeah. Because mm. I guess that's quite different. I mean, the, the thing is being an artist and um, and recording music in, in the era that we're in now is so different to when you guys would have been in the studio because it probably would have been, I mean, we, we saw it get filmed. Like it was such a completely different scenario and then I imagine you, you went on and did your, your other albums and you both have had projects since. Was it hmm. kind of weird or did it just feel like this is just how we do it now? Or do you know what I mean? Like was it was it really foreign or did it just feel like you were kind of settling back into a comfortable place again? I think I'll yeah. just jump in here. I think one of the things I really enjoyed when I got to hear the track back, um, like the advantages of recording with a group is you always had someone else around and it was a team effort and you had that. Um, support constantly but the downside is on any particular track sometimes it was hard to pick out who's singing what and who's singing Mm. where whereas the thing I enjoyed about just having that one other vocal with Belinda I could hear the both of us both together and apart do you know what I mean in the same recording so I think it doesn't get lost yeah yeah, it gave both of us space for our unique sort of vocal sounds to shine and really merge together whereas in a group of five sometimes pieces would get lost. Um, So, yeah, I think that was the bit that I noticed that was really different. Yeah. One thing, okay, so this is like, so we have this group, Little Mix, Mix, who are, you know, massive at the moment, and they obviously had uh, Jessie Nelson leave the group and she's just started her solo career, has dropped her first single um, last week. And I wonder if this is a similar thing. I listened to that and I was like, she sounds different. It's almost like when you're in a group of four or five, it's like, well, I sing these bits. And so these are the bits that this is how I always sound. Um, These are the ad libs that I do. And so we get very used to hearing a very like atypical sound from an artist. She's like jumping all over the place and sounds like a different artist. Did you guys Mm -hmm. find that when you, in particular with this song and also when you worked on your solo stuff as well, that you were able to explore that range a little bit more rather than just stick to your lane as such? Yes, it's a simple answer for me. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think you, you basically just said it all then. Um, you know, for me, my typical roads uh, to go down vocally in Bardo were the lower parts because I'm a natural alto and the ad-libs and maybe a few backing vocals, you know, but a lot of those pieces would get lost at times. Um, mm. And working as a soloist or in a group of two, in a duo as we are now, again, both of us have so much more freedom to kind of explore um, but having said that, Broken Hearted is a very relaxed groove. So yeah. like Belinda said, when I, when I went into the studio and I'd listened to the demo and I got the vibe and I said to my producer, um, Robert, and I'm like, it's kind of like do, a, it feels like a do less vocal. He's like, yeah, just t- really stay relaxed. You're not trying to be a diva. You're not trying to bust any vocal wheels. <laughs> just kind of stay relaxed and be really cruisy. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can do cruisy. Yeah, cool. And that kind of took me back to that, you know, Montego vibe. And I yeah, think that was totally. um, really nice so yeah look who knows in our you know following tracks we may have the opportunity to explore some more vocal range excuse me did you say following tracks (laughs) excuse me excuse me you can't just casually say that (laughs) i may have have said that out loud it's the plan that's the plan definitely um we both love making music so why not someone give us a good reason why not no that's (laughs) it 
I can't wait. Actually, I'll tell you a funny story. Well, I don't know how funny it is. It was funny to me. So I have a music publisher. I very rarely use them because most of my recent music's all meditation and alms and, you know, they're not interested in that. So I just sort of independently do that. And he emailed me the other day saying, oh, there's whispers that Bardo are getting back together and do you need any <laughs> songs or are you writing new material, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God, you've never emailed me in 20 years <laughs> and now suddenly you're interested in what yeah. I'm doing, which was really sweet. So I'm like, well, actually, blah, 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 blah. And um, but so now he's in my guys- corner going, if you need co-writers, if you need wow. songs, yeah. which stuff, we do. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Belinda's yeah. like, yes, yes is the answer. Um, yes. And it was funny, Belinda, <laughs> when I spoke to you a little while ago, you were kind of like, it, it felt like, you know, you guys um, disbanded and then it was like a wonderful little capsule of time and then there wasn't a lot for such a long time, but then all of a sudden it was like, you know, it, people are like having these beautiful fond memories of, you know, listening to you guys and you were like, it's so great to be cool again, like to be part of something, <laughs> which it's, it so is. It's like because it is a pinpoint in Australian music history. Like, I don't think any of us will ever forget, you know, um, the time of, of Bardo. And and it was such a different time because we watched you go through it and we were so invested because you were our Spice oh, Girls. You're you know? cry. My eyes no. are leaking now. Oh, <laughs> but it's so talk. true though. Like, you know, we, we mm. wanted to see what costumes you were wearing. We wanted to see who was singing what songs, what your film clips look like. It's such an important part and it's so... <laughs> I'm legit crying over here listening to you. Oh my god! It really is, and and I said to Belinda, I I will never forget meeting you for the first time. It was in Hobart. You were doing a meet and greet. It was like a wild experience. We lined up for hours to see you. Yeah, crazy. Was was crazy. Right now, it's like life is so different. But I guess it must feel great to be doing this and doing it, I guess, this time for fun, right? Exactly. It's yeah. on our terms. It's in our in our time. You know, Belinda and I both have a very different focus. We've both got our own businesses, families, commitments, et cetera. But um, so it really is just wonderful to do it, not because we're trying to prove anything, mm. not because we're trying to make a million dollars, not no. because we're trying to <laughs> do what some record label is telling us to do, um, you know, we're just doing it because we bloody well want to. And we and love we music. Yeah. And we love music. <laughs> and making and music. It. And why yeah. shouldn't we? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of freedom in that. Um, and I think that we thought we had some control years ago, but the difference now is, is huge. Um, and it's really, I feel like we've gone back to square one, even pr- back to what all bands do which is you get a bit of groundswell support you do a few things if people like it you do a few more and it just sort of grows Mm. organically so even though we've had this sort of big sort of famous history 20 years ago um I really feel quite humbled by where we are now and that we really are just starting back at the beginning in a way um or come like you say on your own terms like it's just like you couldn't ask for anything better I feel like there's so much pressure on um, artists these days to be some kind of level of success that is just mm. has weird kind of like um, qualifiers. And I think mm. that it's just so great when you can, and, and that shines through in this track, guys. Like you can see mm, that right. this is something that you're doing and it's just something you are enjoying. And it's just so nice to see that. I did say to Belinda last time I spoke to you that, 
World Pride is coming up in 2023. And I just think it's very serendipitous that you guys have created this new project because obviously you have a connection to Mardi Gras. I mean, we also have Mardi (laughs) Gras next year as well, but I'm just going to put it out in the universe that I feel like World Pride could be a great time for Belinda for you to fish out those dancing boots. Maybe you can put them on. (laughs) You know where they are. And maybe we could see you perform at at World Pride. That would just be a dream come true, I think, (gasps) for fans. Do you guys agree? I do. I agree. It would be amazing. I think, you know, we're just taking this project one step at a time. We're not trying to make too many grand plans. But if if what I know of the two of us, we've just kept saying yes for the last 18 months. And if that keeps happening, Belinda and I both just keep saying (laughs) yes to stuff, then who knows what we might get up to in the next year. (laughs) Belinda's like, oh, God, (laughs) what have we done? (laughs) No. Look, it's guys, good. It's, it's all good. It's so fantastic. Um, the song is out on Friday. It's such a tune. I honestly think that people are, the fans are going to love this. Anyone who maybe um, wants to come back to, you know, who maybe they listen to Bardo, listen to you guys when they were younger. It's just such a beautiful yet very 2021 sound. And I just want to say thank you so much for doing this for the fans. Um, we love it. We think it's amazing. And the fact that you said that there are more things to come, I think people are going to be so <laughs> excited about. And um, I just cannot wait to see what comes from you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, thank Justin. You. It's been great to chat. Thank you.